All right. So this is the first inaugural Banter FC pod. We are here in the booth with four of the members of the five that run the Banter FC Twitter account. Uh, we thought, what better way to start the pod than to talk about the ending of the 2019-2020 season, Premier League season. Uh, so we're going to be giving a combined banter ele- starting 11. And uh, who you're hearing talk right now, my name is Kyle, and I am your resident Everton fan. I'll pass it off to Jake. Uh, my name is Jake, and I am begrudgingly a West Ham United fan. This is Ryan, the Liverpool fan, up the Reds, top of the league 19 times. <laughs> and this is Josh. I'm the Arsenal fan. My tweets get liked the least, so hoping I have more <laughs> success in a new medium here. That just can't be true. We're, we are predominantly Liverpool podcast or Liverpool Twitter. The Everton fan tweets definitely get the least amount of likes. All right. And so we're going to be starting. We're just going to be talking about our favorite starting 11 this year. Is it a player you really like? Is it a player you just enjoy their swag? If they're really good, et cetera, et cetera. I think we're all going to give a general uh, input on each position and then we'll decide what we, who we want to put as the combined winner of that position for the the general podcast. Where do we, where do we want to start, boys? We want to start Goalie. up front. We want to start let's, keeper. keeper. Yeah, let's let's go GK first. Okay, let's go keeper first. I had a hard time with this because I was trying to pick Swaggy Boys, and I don't particularly think there's any Swaggy goalkeepers in the Premier League. I will say a couple Man Rockets and like Allison and stuff like that. But I put Dean Henderson. Rocket. Absolute rocket weapon. Uh, I put Dean Henderson purely for his ability to be the best person on his team, even though he is uh, actually had a good year this year. But I felt like goalkeepers aren't normally the best best position on their team. So, D- does the cap have swag? The keeper cap? Oh, that's true. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's a a thing that goes both ways. Some people look at it and they're like, hell yeah, we're getting a, uh, a keeper and a ball cap, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's points in the good column, I think as far as swag goes. So we'll, we'll count it. So uh, what's everybody else's nominations for the goalkeeper? All right. So trivia question. <laughs> this is all from who scored a uh, great website to kind of look up stats. What Premier League player who regularly played was the lowest rated in the Premier League? Oh, God. I, I'm assuming it's a keeper. That's that's my only hint right now. I'll, I'll give you a hint. He recently transferred to his team uh, for approximately 80 million euro. Keppa. Yeah, that's Keppa. <laughs> that would be Keppa. Uh, he is he is my nominee. I mean, lowest rated keeper in the Premier League in, in a year where we saw one uh, Roberto Jimenez play a few matches for West Ham. Uh, let four goals past him against a Oxford United team in the Cup. 
<laughs> but he, he is not the worst rated keep. It's yeah, it's it's Keppa. Uh eighty million dollar pounds, euros, whatever. Sterling. Uh yeah. Mo- most expensive <laughs> most expensive keeper in history was the lowest rated keeper. Was the the beginning of the season seems so long ago. Was this the season he had the fight with the manager and refused to be subbed out? <laughs> it was not. It, 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 it wasn't. <laughs> it seems so long ago. Well. But, but that's yeah. that's points in his column as well. Yeah, we, we, that that's carryover swag. I mean, that's a that's a great banter choice for sure. Yeah. I can continue that because Keppa was also my choice for the banter GK. I mean, as Jake said, he came in at 80 million euros. I have 71 million pounds, you know, the inflation or whatever price currency. But yeah, my other addition to the stats, 80, I mean, he is, like Jake said, the most expensive keeper. And in the Premier League, he was 13th on total clean sheets this season. I mean, there are a couple games where he got benched, but to go 13th and only have eight clean sheets in 38 games, it's pretty incredible to be the most expensive player at your position. So because of that, that's pretty cool in one way because, I mean, he's living the life. That money's paid. He's, he's good. He can do what he wants. Keep getting them checks. So that's two votes for Keppa. Let's see what uh, Josh has to say. I, I do not have Keppa. I'm throwing it back to an OG of pre-Banter FC five days, just a, back when we were just doing it in our living room, watching games. What Am I you, allowed to guess? Give me one sec. What he, what he lacks in playing time to mix up for in hair gel. <laughs> Jake, you want to let us know who it is? Absolute rocket. Is, Absolute is rocket. Newcastle backup Carl Darlow. It absolutely is Newcastle backup <laughs> Carl Darlow. Four appearances oh, in the FA wow. Cup, one in the League Cup, so he he counts, you know. So that's, that's it. That's a just that's, if you don't know if you don't know who I'm talking about, just go ahead and Google him, and you'll get why we worship him. He's he's a true man rocket, and that's about all I have to say about him. I mean, if you're looking for a way to keep up with Carl Darlow, uh, might we recommend the Instagram page Daily Darlow? That's that's where we kind of got our fondness for old Carl Darlow. And when when we were making these decisions, that was the first name that popped in my head. But I didn't think he had any Premier League appearances this year, so I oh he I didn't felt like I couldn't get he didn't he, <laughs> yeah. he had a, he had he had FA Cup and League Cup, so I was like that's that's good enough for me. I, I mean, I'm an that, Ar- I think that counts. I'm an Arsenal guy. The FA Cup is is gold to me. <laughs> well, I think uh, I, I'm on board with hopping on the Darlow wagon, but uh, I'm also down for throwing Keppa in goal for the memes. So what what are we thinking? I think Keppa's giving us I, more I think, more content this yeah, year. I think, so we gotta I think, go Keppa. I think Keppa. I think Keppa is the the big meme. So we'll we'll, we'll go Keppa, starting eleven goalkeeper. I feel like an idiot because I went with someone who was good and everybody else went memes, but we will continue on. We'll go, let's go left back. I think we'll move our way across from left back. One of two Everton players that made it into my starting 11. I knew I wasn't going to be able to try and sneak many in. So uh, Luca Dean or Digne or 14 other ways to pronounce it. According to premier league commentators on NBC, I mean, he's, he's got the swag. He's got the tats. 
He's didn't actually have as good of a season this year as he did last year, but still probably top two players on Everton. So that, that's my choice for left back purely so I can get my Everton homerism in there. So I guess I don't know if this, I think he plays left back. I should <laughs> I, let me preface with, I sorted this by defense midfield attack. Uh, so I will slot him in at left back. Uh, I had to check to make sure this happened this season. And I know it did. <laughs> Uh, Patrick Van Arnholt, 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 one of the first matches of the season, scores the game-winning goal against Manchester United. Phone, yeah, phone had in been, Vegas, so yeah, phone, phone had to have been waiting for him on the sideline right after the match. Tweets <laughs> hashtag PVA doing bits, uh, and in in going back and looking uh, to make sure that actually happened this season, he is an absolute menace on Twitter. He he will go after people, whether they are controversial uh, political figures or just random people that don't deserve to be put on blast necessarily. But j- just an absolute menace on Twitter. Uh, we can all respect that. So he is my choice for left back. Let, let yeah, me I'll, I'll, to uh we, I do not care if the people in these position that we put in these positions actually play that position. So he's a left <laughs> this back. This is just me writing it down. So if he plays left back on true. FIFA, it counts. Exactly, that's true. Worst case scenario, these guys are getting shapeshifter cards, <laughs> and they're playing where we tell them to play. Playing on seven cam. <laughs> You're up, Ryan. Yeah. So I, I mean, I absolutely love that Patrick Van Arnold. Totally forgot that. Those of you who followed the Twitter in the early days, we were big on trying to do a uh, banter player of the week. And I recall him being our uh, second banter player of the week, strictly for that doing bits tweet. And I, man, I I totally spaced that, but that's so great. Uh, Similar to Kyle, I let my, uh, you know, Liverpool red show here. And I went with Andy Robertson. It was a tough one for me, but I thought he fit that just because, you know, he had another great season, but he is all over Liverpool social media. I don't think they're allowed to put a video out that does not touch his hands. He's in everything. He winds up everyone he goes against. So I think he was someone that was like given his talent, but his social media presence as well. I thought he had to get in there. Yep. Fair love, enough, Josh. Love Robertson's personality. I'm, I'm going the other way, although I am sticking with my team allegiance like everyone else has, minus Jake. Um, I think Robertson is on the social media because he's so good at being you know, camera ready at all time. I'm going with Kieran Tierney for the moment he had after the FA Cup when he was very much not camera ready and threw up the double bird for the kit man and got posted on <laughs> Twitter and then had to apologize. Also... Another great non-media ready line when they asked him how much he loves living in London, he said, all I do is train and play PlayStation. So because of that, he's a very banter guy. So sticking with that and, you know, he plays for the badge, which is important. All right. This is the first one we've run into that we've had four different answers. I, I think, think the the banter the banter aspect would probably be the 
the doing bits. Absolutely. Uh, Patrick Van Anhoy. But <laughs> are, are, are we, uh, are we buying into the banter at this point? I'm, I'm all good on that. It's, this is already shaping up to be a great graphic. I mean, we got to get into the graphic game because <laughs> yeah. everything you put out is a Snapchat uh, anyone Photoshop. Who, but. Anyone who sees that graphic that doesn't listen to the pod is going to be just very confused. <laughs> and that I'm very, oh, I'm very here for that. But first, first two names on the team sheet being Keppa and Patrick Van Arnholt. I mean, that's, that's got like West Ham 2022 vibes. <laughs> All right, EFL Championship twenty twenty four. Neither of them. <laughs> All right, uh, so let's go to CVs. Uh, so I put uh, as much as it kills me. Virgil is on mine, and uh, following that, I had Laporte, mainly because I don't think there's actual swaggy people that play the CB role. And uh, I tried so hard to put s- pure swag on this list. And there, I feel I've come to the conclusion that all swaggy players play the same role in teams. And there's no swaggy goalkeepers, there's no swaggy center backs. And so I went with just two people I think I had a pretty good year and Virgil and Laporte. Good picks, but I'll say Jake. Gigi Buffon wants a word on no swaggy goalkeepers. <laughs> Uh, so, so I only have I only have one center back on this team, uh, which you may think, man, one center back. How's a team going to win with one center back? Well, <laughs> what if I told you this center back within the past few years has called himself quote one of the world's best? Oh, baby! <laughs> uh, that was after he started in a World Cup final. Since that time, he has won a Premier League. He has won a Champions League. He has made exactly 20 appearances in two years. One of the world's best. RIP, gone to St. Petersburg? Zenit? <laughs> Dijon Lovren. Already scored, already scored a goal. He, yes, he has. Dijon Lovren is my pick. I mean, if you're only picking one, that's a good thing. Yeah, one of the world's best. I mean, just today, a story came out that after Liverpool won the league against Chelsea, or after they had their uh, trophy lift against Chelsea, Dayan was back home and was like, I can't be going to bed at midnight. So he said he put on his mask, drove to Anfield by himself, and just partied with all the fans out at Anfield. That's someone who can man a backline by himself. <laughs> that's a that's a big backline. All right, Ryan, let's hear yours. All right, like Kyle said, I had Virgil Van Dyke in this. He's just too cool, too swaggy, similar to Robertson. He he is in all 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 social media now that Liverpool's gone Nike and that he's a Nike athlete. He's just about to see so much social currency between those two. And then my second center back decision is he, I believe, is new to the Premier League this season. It is our uh, main man from Leicester City, Kaglar Soyuncu. He actually had a great season this year until he got into, I mean, he, he just drank the same Brendan Rodgers choke water 
And I think it was after a, a dumb Solanke goal, which could drive anyone to do anything. He just kicked one of the Bournemouth players as hard as he could in the goal, got a red card, missed the last three matches. And that really just sealed Leicester's fate. I think for that, for actually having a good season and then just the epic meltdown that that's something to remember this season. So that's why I'm going Virgil and Soyuncu on the list. Good choice. I also took Soyuncu, the guy who set Twitter on fire when he signed with Lester with his uh, Lord Farquaad comparisons. So that, that was <laughs> I enough. I forgot about that. And he's, he turned out to be a fantastic player too. So he's got the banter and he's got the, the performance to back it up. My second one was another dude who's endless Twitter ammo for us. And it's another one of Arsenal's very own. It's it's David Luiz. It's got to be. Uh, I was shocked he wasn't mentioned earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Now that I thought about it. So for your considera- consideration, I don't think I have to say anything else about him. That's just, he's day one banter guy. D- David Ruiz is the man who speaks for himself. Yeah. I think going through this, the uh, center back group was one where banter was a plenty. I mean, yeah. Harry Maguire, a glaring omission from this list. I mean. Phil Jones. You, yeah. You, you put a Harry Maguire tweet out, that's guaranteed 60 like. And then all Man United people getting very angry about it and explaining <laughs> how the video is actually wrong. Turns like a tugboat. I think we got. So what are we thinking for our two? I think we got Big Virgin. Soy, how do you say his name? Soyanshu. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean they were they were both really good this year. Yeah. We get the banter aspect of Soyanshu and his far quad comparison. So exactly. I think that's he, a. He also had a tweet with his dog where. You could see his thighs were about the size of like 25-inch rims or something. They were massive. Shout out having a name with literally four accents in it too. So that's always a plus. All right, should we go right back? Yeah, let's uh, move our way over to right back. Uh, Another position that I'm begrudgingly throwing a red into – the mix and saying Trent is probably the only really good answer The in terms of a best player, Trent is the correct answer. But in terms of memes, obviously I think, I think he's got some swag too, obviously, but not, not a whole lot of memes about Trent that De- definitely think he was. The I can think of one. Oh, well <laughs> then, then give me the meme. <laughs> he, he has a liking for pregnant women, correct? That's a thing people know about him. Uh, his, I his, his grandma dated Alex Ferguson. He <laughs> has an American grandparent. That's yeah, all I should know. Honestly, be pulling for the U.S. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So uh, <laughs> let, let's get let's get your right back, Jake. All right. So this kind of goes in line with my Keppa pick. Um, According to who scored, who is the second highest rated player in the Premier League this season? Second highest of all all players in the Premier League. I'll I'll give you a hint. He's a Kids right back. Right back. <laughs> on Sheffield. No, is it he on, is, is he on Ricardo Pereira uh, from Leicester. Oh, check, right. check the stamp. I said Leicester right before he said that. <laughs> Ricardo Pereira from Leicester. That. I, you know, I was looking through to see who some of the highest rated, some of the lowest players, lowest rated players were. Uh, and that name really jumped out to me. And I mean, you know, he's I've always thought he was 
very good right back, but just seeing him as the second highest rated player in the Premier League behind uh, someone else that we'll get to later on my team. But um, yeah, shout out to Ricardo Pereira. Great season. All right. I'm shocked this hasn't come up yet. I think Josh and I are probably on the same wavelength here, but my right back choice is Hector Bellerin. Immense drip. And then he he sealed his spot on the banter 11. And he tweeted, I will plant 3,000 trees for every win <laughs> Arsenal gets from here on out. And then go on, I think, a three or four match losing streak. I mean, that, that was a moment that, you know, you'll tell your grandkids about. But in the end, sneakily, I think he's planting about 15,000 trees. So, I mean, environmentalists, you got to tip your cap to the guy. He, he earned a spot on this team. Yep, I'll jump on. Obviously, that that's my pick going in line with picking Arsenal players, but this one is my favorite one. And yeah, all those other guys, those other two guys, they played well, but they also didn't save the environment as, as long as, as <laughs> while they're winning a trophy. So I think, I think you got to yeah. give it to Hector and also just the I, endless, the endless drip. You know, he, he was hurt at the beginning of the year. So he was in the stands wearing just the sauciest fits. So I'm happy, happy to see him playing, but I'll, I'll miss Yeah. I'll miss him in the, the player's box. Yeah, I think that's uh, that was that was my second choice after Trent. If I would have gone by like just pure swag, so I think that that's a good uh, a good right back choice for us. I concur. Here, wait, Kyle. Before we get going on the midfield, yeah, I I do want a player position clarification for yeah. Pulisic. I I on my personal eleven. I think Pulisic is making this eleven. Let's be honest he, with ourselves. Yes. He plays the attack. I, I put him on the left wing yeah. as like a left wing. Yeah, he's a left attack. A left wing attacker for me. Do we want? I, to I'm, try, I'm, I'm just trying to sneak him in the midfield because we've got a left wing that really was an integral to Banter FC. Maybe let's not get hung up on the semantics of where these guys play. Uh, this is not a real team, so I think if we're, if we're a little unbalanced, no, dude, I mean, if we're a little unbalanced, I think we'll be okay. Uh, true. Yeah, and, and so maybe uh, I mean maybe Pulisic is just a super sub like he is for his own team, the the best sub ever that Frank Lampard for some reason doesn't start every single freaking game. Maybe. Uh, forever an enemy of Banter FC, Frank Lampard for not starting Pulisic every game uh yeah no so do we want to just go list our three center mids or our three midfielders or we want to let's do that yep yeah Uh, i had three wrote down i think uh following the trend of the person just giving these awards to (laughs) the best players at their positions so far uh i had uh bruno fernandez kdb and conti like i mean what do you say? They're just the best. They they had all three had great seasons. I think it's uh, not maybe the swaggiest picks, but I think they just had pretty remarkable. See, I mean Bruno Fernandez. What do you say about a guy who comes in halfway through and just absolutely destroys? So those are my three. I'm sure we'll get some banter from the other three yeah, boys. Not a whole lot of banter and, uh, from those three picks. Ryan Ryan, I will assume, is mad at me for not saying Jordan Henderson, and I don't care. So, one glaring omission from your midfield that I'm hoping 
I'm not the only person that included him. Jack Grealish. Come on, oh. dude. Yeah, he's going to be in mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe, is he still our header picture on Twitter from the no. first week of the season? Or no, no, it changed. It, so he was our header picture on Twitter. Kept Villa up, had a great year, has quite an interesting history when you go back to look. Seems seems like he's been around a lot longer than he maybe has, but he's got to make the team uh, in my mind. Then the rest of my midfield was Kevin De Bruyne. He, I mentioned it before, he was the highest rated player in the Premier League this season. Just a great season, great player. Uh, and then I put Christian Pulisic in my midfield just to balance things out for the attack. Um, great debut season, a lot of pressure on him joining a big club. Uh, I think a lot of people thought Chelsea may have overpaid. Um, and then a lot of pressure on him being American, both from Americans that want him to lead the team and probably a lot of English fans that think he's overhyped because he's American. Uh, but he honestly had a, a awesome season considering he missed quite a bit of time due to injury as well. So that is my midfield. Let me uh, clarify. Jack was not in my midfield because the way I determine where I put these guys on the field is determined by Footbin and how many cards they have at each position. And Footbin yeah. has him as a left winger for four cards and only a midfielder uh, for two. So that's why he was not included in my midfield. Base card. He has Fair two. Enough. He has two base I, cards. Right, no, he has he has a base card as a left wing, seventy seven, and they got a refresh eighty as a cam. It's both. He he plays both ways. Ooh, maybe not like that. Fair enough. <laughs> we don't know what he but did yeah, at that quarantine party. <laughs> that was my <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, you want to give us your midfielders? Yeah, I'll give my three. Uh, I thought I was going to get a give a little love to Jake's West Ham here. Uh, get Declan Rice in the squad. I mean, that's that's someone just everyone in England fawns over for some reason. Like, I mean, he has some good games, but you get on any sort of fan Twitter account, you see Chelsea fans just being like, if we don't give $60 million to get Declan this year, then we're not finishing Champions League. I don't think he's that good, but what he does to the fans, I enjoy that a lot. And then... Similar with some of the other guys on the list, he really winds people up. He recently posted a picture with uh, John Terry on his Instagram, which only fueled those Chelsea rumors. For that, I think he he gets my CDM midfield spot. And then uh, the other two on the list were both touched on. you got to go Graylish. He was someone that came in. Those who were here a couple years ago remember when Graylish was one of the most hated people in the league, I feel like. And then reminder in his journey was punched in the back of the head at one point. Well, in, in his journey back to the Prem, yeah, he was a <laughs> fan. A fan literally got arrested to punch Jack Grealish in the face. But he came back and he, I mean, he just blew up the hair. And day one, the middle part hair was just unbelievable. And I, I do put a lot of stock in how people come back from, uh, from quarantine he came back with braided hair, and that that was just unbelievable from him. 
great form to finish the season. Uh, and then I'm also putting Pulisic in my midfield. I mean, that's just a guy post-quarantine, post-break, and the project restart. There was no one more electric than Pulisic on any team. I mean, obviously, we're biased. We call the game soccer. We're going to have Pulisic on our list. Josh? Yeah, I'll echo. Fronting my midfield in the cam spot was, was Jack G. Quite frankly, the best thing to happen to Birmingham since the Peaky Blinders. Um, other than that, on alongside him, I had uh, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, another guy who gives us a lot of banter, FC inspiration, just a, a great follow on all social media. And then uh, rounding that out for your consideration, I had Andre Gomez, who you know had a horrific ankle injury, came back quicker than ever and, and looked really lively for Everton at the end of the year. Also, he might be pushing for the best looking guy in the prim. So just, just an all around good guy, you know, questionable haircut towards the end as Kyle and I were talking about earlier pre-pod, but just, just a great dude. It looks like. So those are my three. I respect that. I think we can lock down. I think, well, I I have a, I feel like we know whoever we put in midfield, the left wing spot belongs to the other person. Are we saying, are we, or do, or Ryan, do you have a left winger that hasn't been mentioned? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because oh. okay. I was going to say, why don't we put either Graylish in the midfield and then Pulisic on the wing, or we can just put both. Well, on, no, put them both in the midfield. That works. Uh, I'm down for that. So who's our third then? I think we got to vote on it. That's true. I, I had Chamberlain on my list, but you know I didn't want to sound too much of a homer, too, just because, like Josh said, I mean he had some explosive goals this year, but when you when you check his social media, I mean he was just spent a week on his yacht with with his bird Perry. I mean, might, might win it purely for his TikTok dance. Exactly. That was that was great during the party. The TikTok dance was huge. I yeah. I, I would have before I just remembered that. Five seconds ago, I was going to go to my grave fighting for Andre Gomez in this because he's the attractive, most attractive man in the Premier League. Fight me if you think different. But I remember the TikTok dance. I think Ox wins it off the TikTok dance. So, cool with that. unless Jake has any any arguments against that, I'm cool with that being our three. So you mentioned Andre Gomez being the most attractive man in the Premier League. Who purchased Olivier Giroud is what I want to know. Because oh. if he's... Fair enough. I, as long as he's in the Premier League, I think that title is his and his alone. But I like our choices. I like our choices. Kevin, Kevin De Bruyne has won enough awards. We don't... We don't need, we don't, to, we don't need to keep... I don't... I, I think he'll be able to sleep tonight not being on the uh, Banner FC team of the season. He'll be fine. He, he's got something to work for next year. Exactly. Yeah. Bulletin Everyone board material. Extra, extra inspiration. What do you guys want to do next? Left All wing? Right. Yeah, I think if we, if we do left wing, I could, I could get started. Yeah, go for it. I think we it. go left Unless wing. Unless you know Kyle. Striker. No, I don't. I This this mysterious left wing of yours is 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 very intriguing to me. So please, please... We'll go left wing, and I'll actually let you start this round, Ryan. If you want to start us off, I'll, I'll do it. I can't. I can't believe nobody else 
thought of this. Maybe someone did, but Alan St. Maximin. I mean, he was yeah. he was our avatar picture on Twitter for uh, eight months. Yeah, I think I yeah. think he plays on eight. the right a lot too. That's why yeah. I wasn't See, thinking less. This is this is this is we're going back to footband. Yeah. And what, co- what cards oh, he has, no. and he has more right wing cards than he does left wing. Yeah, it's like four to two. Oh, that's awful! I I just blew it then. But I'm that's cool. why I was. I'm cool to put him on I the mean, left. I'm cool. He plays both, so it's not like he doesn't ever play it. He he's got to start. Like he's just got to be in the team. And it, yeah, and, and it also opens up the the right wing spot for someone who also has to be on this list i think so i, I think we can just move right yes. there i think we can just move right there i think we know let's just say who that right wing person is and and move on with it because we know who it's going to be it's it's a dama triore right it's true it is a dama triore yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's the man who never lifts yeah yeah the man who never lifts the guy who says he's 160 pounds on if you look him up on Wikipedia, I just I just don't believe that. Like he he does both of those things. I mean he he lifts and he's like probably like two ten. He's massive, and he's the most fun yeah. to watch. Yeah, I think it's. I mean those. If you told asked me to say who are the two people in this band or this eleven going into this podcast, I these wingers are one hundred percent the two guys that are making it without question. Absolutely. So. I'm completely okay with those two. All right. Any, and anyone want to? The last. Do you want to offer an honorable mention? I I don't really have any good ones, but just figured I'd give someone their chance to say their piece if they wanted it. Well, I'll say something. He he's kind of a striker, kind of a right mid. Uh, the only West Ham player I had on my list was Mikhail Antonio. Mm. I don't know. Are we going to call him a striker? He's definitely a striker in my mind. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well. I can start talking about him then. Go for and it. We'll move, yeah. we'll move into striker. So I, I have three strikers on my team. The first of which is Mikhail Antonio. You know, a pretty mundane season uh, before before everything shut down with COVID. But I mean, far and away the MVP of the restart. You know, without without. Uh, Antonio and Suchek, uh, I mean, West Ham is playing in the championship next year. And I think based on how kind of crazy this season was, uh, Mikhail Antonio is a great pick to kind of represent the, the weirdness of the season. Uh, also some great celebrations from him. Uh, uh, he has a pretty good Instagram as well, but really to represent the, hashtag Premier League summer, Premier League is back, whatever that hashtag was. Uh, I think the Kelly represents that well. All right. Uh, hashtag my Premier League summer. My Yeah, my Premier League summer, I believe. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw my striker choice out there. The, the second member of the, the Toffees that made my list, Dominic, Cal- Dominic Calvert-Lewin. I mean, swag. He's at New York Fashion Week. Once and. Uh, once Carlo comes in, he's scoring goals left and right. If he, he, he score goal, he scores like he scores under Carlo all year. He's pushing for the golden boot. But yeah, I mean, he's showing up to New York Fashion Week with Tom Davies and just wearing pajamas around New York. I mean, it 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 doesn't really get much swagger than that, especially on Everton. So uh, that that swag gave him the striker spot uh, for me. I gotta go with. 
just the absolute breadwinner for the Banter FC uh, crew. And that that's Danny Ings, king of the crap goal. He scored, finished, I think, third in the Golden Boot race. Just an absolute lad, an absolute bruv that you'd want to spend time with. That guy seems like the most fun guy in the Premier League. And I was just happy everything went so well for him this year. It was absolutely incredible. I mean, I wrote a blog about his first 20 goals, and it was incredible how many times the opposing team just kicked him the ball right in front of the goal. He's, I, I think it's just because he's so charming. The other team just didn't know what to do, so they, they liked him so much they just helped him out. But I think Danny Ings just has to be, has to be the frontline guy for our team. Yeah, I, I completely agree. There was there was never anyone else for me in my mind. It was going to be Danny Ings. He had a great season, and he also, like you said, is absolute ammo for us on our Twitter account. And he's got a great Instagram, and I agree. I think the other teams just wanted to help him out. They want him to get into the England side, so they, they kicked him the ball and made sure he got a lot of goals this season because he deserves it. He's just an absolute bruv. He, he was another dude, I thought, if he doesn't make our team, there's just there's something wrong. Yeah, he's he's on my list as well, and I just wanted to give him a shout out. Uh, maybe one of the players that will suffer the most from the Euros being pushed back a year. I think he was playing really well, and you know, with guys like Harry Kane kind of banged up at the end of the season, I think he had a really good chance to maybe make that England squad. Um, and you know, maybe maybe he can do it again next year. But yeah, just uh, feel bad for him in the sense that he probably was going to be on that Euro squad if not for everything getting pushed back. And another thing I'll add, along with Pulisic, a guy that I'm guessing people probably thought Southampton overpaid for him. Uh, I mean, $25 million ish for a guy that, you know, really didn't play a whole lot at Liverpool um, kind of seems like a steep price, but that, I mean, that looks great now. Like they, they've made their money back on him easily. Yeah. I have, I have no qualms against things. I was just getting my, my toffee boys in where I could. I knew that the, the general consensus would be Ings and I was not going to argue that at all. I mean that's a that's a pretty obvious choice for the boys behind the banter Twitter account. Let's be honest, he's uh, he just scores crap goals, and he scores them well. King um, of them, he is the king, the king of the crap goal. I think we talked about also doing a manager to manage these. Uh, I have one more. I have one more striker. Oh, you would? Yeah, absolutely. Jake. Uh, well, please. He ain't I playing in this know, team. I don't even know if I should say striker. I will say the the eleventh member of my team. I think everybody else is I've, I have has been mentioned. The eleventh member of my team, Vardy. However, I don't know if I want to pick Jamie Vardy or Rebecca <laughs> Vardy. <laughs> I mean, Jamie Vardy, Golden Boot, great season for Leicester. Uh, Rebecca Vardy, absolute snake terrible friend uh <laughs> spreading instagram rumors uh from colleen I mean, Rooney. uh this so. is something we could fully dive into at some point just just the absolute craziness from that yes that, that mrs rooney literally 
blocked every single one of her followers except for Rebecca Vardy and posted a specific message that got out. It is the most insane thing it, that happened this year. I, I wanted to look it up. I didn't. Was some of it her going to Mexico to receive special gene therapy to make sure her child was a boy or something? I mean, there is some, some there, crazy, crazy stuff deep gossip in that story and it's wild i mean it's it's one of the most wild non on the pitch stories in premier league this year it's just absurd three words to sum up this season is it's rebecca vardy (laughs) my name's becky it's a vardy party but is it a rebecca party or a jamie party yeah, but neither of them have to make it. I just I wanted to yeah. shout that out. And <laughs> that Jamie Vardy had a great, great season. That was well worth cool, dude. honorable honorable mention. Uh, yeah, no, I don't I don't know if you guys prepared managers or not. I I I have a a, a special manager proposal. I think all four of the men who coached Watford this year should be the men in charge of this team. I mean, it's absolutely absurd. Going through four managers an entire season, I th- I thought it was absurd when Everton's getting two managers a year, but to go through four is just on another level itself. And so that that was my my we got a foursome on the sideline for these boys. If anybody else has any manager suggestions, feel free though. I'll I'll jump in here with my manager. Uh, the manager I had is Manuel Pellegrini. Uh, and for no other reason than to remind people that at the beginning of this season, Manuel Pellegrini was the manager of West Ham United. <laughs> uh, that, just, that blew my mind. Uh, but also, I think there is a there is a text message in our banter group chat uh, when the Premier League was getting to start back up after the uh, COVID lockdown. I I do believe i sent a text saying i forgot david moyes is the manager of west ham so maybe that is just an issue with me not knowing who is managing the team i support yeah i think i mean this is just sparking up a great idea that we gotta put together our graphics team has to put together i think if we run the sarah mclaughlin i will remember (laughs) you and we just put all the forgotten ones because I looked at the list too. There are some people that you just forget were involved this season. I mean, what's his name? Josh, you know, at Arsenal at the start of the oh. season. Good evening. Good evening. Unai Emery. Yeah. Unai Emery. And then you just had some classic villains. I thought Kyle would be going for big dunk Duncan Ferguson after he tossed the kid like a sack of potatoes that is that is a top five moment in everton everton football this year was watching big dunk throw multiple children around on the sideline of of a game against where they beat chelsea let's let's not forget deservedly so those kids getting thrown around they deserved it they deserved it the manager I selected to win it this year was Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, only just because he he was able to ride that wave out. Man United was, I mean, Jay Rodriguez put in a screamer to beat Man United. Burnley beats United. Everyone is tweeting pictures like, give us our club back. 
Sack Solstra or Sack Ole. And there's just so much uh, material online with the Ole's at the wheel. And then he, through the grace of 25 penalties and the signing of Bruno Fernandez, was able to get United to finish third this season. I think it's great that he was able to get this last push of luck to keep him in his spot because, I don't know, he's, he seems to prove that he really can't handle it, but luck finds a way somewhere. And that that's why I'm giving it to him. But I do love the thought of all four Watford <laughs> managers. Yep. I think, I think that's my vote, the Watford managers. But I'd just like to mention my pick for just having the best name in the Premier League, and it's Nuno Espirito Santo. But... I'm cool with Watford. That's yeah. That that's a great shout for literally the best player or coach, best name absolutely in the Premier League. Yeah, the, that's me. New Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Spirit <laughs> We have not not one but four managers uh, at the wheel. Forget Ole's at the wheel. We have four guys at the wheel, and it is a shit show. So, uh, oh, how, we got we just got the uh, E. On yeah, our, that's an it. That is pod. that is the the moment this podcast became explicit. His eyes said, <laughs> "Shit show." I'll just bleep it. We'll bleep it. I'll do it. A bleep show. Just make my life a living bleep. <laughs> All right. Uh, closing thoughts. You want to you want to run through the team? Yeah, I, I can read us back. Do you want me to read all four Wofford managers? Because I pulled that up while we were talking about it, too. Might as well. Uh, so we're on the touchline. We have Javi Gracia. I'm not going to say these names right. These are absurd. I didn't even know these people existed. Uh, is, is Craig Pawson one of them? He is not. <laughs> Who does that, he coach? That, that seems actually maybe a good segment we'll do sometime. Former <laughs> Manager. I'm just going to say this man's last name, Flores. Uh, Hayden Mullins was a caretaker. Kike. Uh, Nigel Pearson. Kike, yeah. Nigel Pearson. And then Hayden Mullins again. Shout out Hayden Mullins getting two caretaker appearances. Two games, or four, a total of four games this year. So those are the boys on the sideline, the touchline for Watford, or not for Watford, for us. Real so, quick, can I jump in yeah. here? Yeah. Craig Pawson is an official, uh, so <laughs> I, I don't want I, – I knew that name for some reason. I thought he was Watford's manager. He is uh, a referee Mike in the Dean. Premier League. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got Mike Dean on the touchline too. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, so we got those boys on the touchline. Uh, in goal, we have the $80 million man, Keppa. At left back, we got Patrick Van Anholt. Our CBs are Virgil van Dyke and Soyuncu. Down the right, we have the Drip King himself, or right back, Bellerine. Playing in the midfield in no particular shape are Jack, Jack G, Jack Grealish, Christian Pulisic, and the Ox. And then down the right, we have St. Maximin. Down the, or down the left, we have St. Maximin. Down the right, we have Adam, Adam Amitraore. And sitting up top, finishing those crosses from the boys on the wings. We have Danny Ings. That is your banter FC 11 for the 2019-2020 season. What a squad. Absolute scenes when this team takes the field. If you're not if you're not looking forward to Bellerine just wearing his earrings and 
putting balls in for Danny Ings to stumble over and manage to put in the side net. I don't know what you're thinking because that, that's just good TV. So uh, does anybody have any closing closing statements they want to make? Wrap it up the first ever Banner FC pod. Uh, let's hear it, Ryan. What do, what do you got? I want to give a shout out uh, to our guy Sawyer. He's our resident Maine United fan. Uh, sorely missed today. He's in the process of getting a mic. We're all we're all pretty new to this, except for Josh. He's got a long standing history in podcasts, so, uh, so it's going to be great to hear all of ourselves talk after this, and not the most cringy thing ever. But we're excited <laughs> yeah. to get out here. Yeah, I mean, I feel, as the person who is taking the responsibility of editing, this is going to be. I'm just going to hate my voice. For, for the foreseeable future. So, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. I just had one final comment on our team. I think I think they're going to be the next Invincibles. So that's all I had to say. I mean, absolutely. That no one's no one's beating this team. I think that's a good place to wrap it. That that's going to be curtains on the first ever Banter FC pod. Uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Five rubs, five clubs, all banter. <laughs>